I want you to succeed at things that you never thought were possible, and I want you to fail at things that you never thought were possible. But I just want you to take that failure and move forward. They are two and a half times as likely to be unemployed. They finish last in practically every socioeconomic measure from infant mortality to life expectancy. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. Um, on schedule, somewhat. It's eight oh five. I thought seven forty five, but it's all right. We got stuff to do. Um. I think people think because they see the episodes and they see how it's completed that this shit is easy, but it's damn sure not. Um, every week I run into something new. Every week it's an issue as soon as I start up. Every week I'm nervous before it starts up. But with that being said, um, everybody that's like, hey, I want to do a podcast and they're overthinking it and they want the strongest possible camera and the strongest possible mic. This right here is a fucking $15 Xbox headset. And that shit up there is a $35, maybe $40 webcam. And I was listening to The Breakfast Club the other day, and obviously they're not used to this shit because you had four people talking over each other for 35 minutes. And then Angela Yee sounded like she was in a silo. Um, so then I was like, oh, damn, I guess my audio is not that bad considering they have millions of dollars and I don't. But um, going on today, if you like what you hear, Listen on Spotify, follow us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Imperfect Audio, Facebook, Imperfect Audio. Um, like I said before, prepare yourself if you want to come on the show. Everybody thinks, hey, I want to get on, and I'm just, you know, I got all this interesting shit going on, and then we get here, and they expect me to drive the narrative and drive the entertainment, but, you know, I prepare for it, I prepare the questions, and sometimes you, you need to bring some entertainment, and uh, with that being said... This week, we're bringing on an entertainer. Let me bring him in right now. This is my man, <laughs> Lorenzo Marshall. Ch- ch- chime him on in. We're going to talk some, you know, unpopular type sports stuff. Oh, Corona. What's up, man? What's up, man? How are you doing tonight? That's right. <laughs> we got that extra Corona up here in Massachusetts. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. I'm hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. You know what I'm saying? Daddy duty right now. Um... I'm on uh, I'm on paternal leave, so I'm off the next six weeks taking Damn. care of my newborn daughter. Um, you know, new new kid during the pandemic, new house during the pandemic. So things are a little bit crazy up here, a little bit crazy. Not as crazy you as that from house? what I'm hearing. Dope. Bought Dope. a house. Yeah. So you say, I don't bought know if house. you saw the, the um, my, my status from a while back, but I'm sure you didn't you didn't have this issue. Well, you might have had a situation. I don't know. But I said uh, on Facebook that 80% of my, my friends, my minority friends, grew up with welfare and 80% of them own their yep. own homes. And I think that's a big part of um, people's interaction with, with, with black people. Somebody said to me, uh, yo, my black friends they don't support shit. I was like, not my black people. My black people support everything I do. Um, right. And all of us, all of us that were on the team, because I know I was talking to Fink about this, 
we became yep. men and we were able to raise men to the point of we learned and taught each other as to how important stuff like business ownership was, home ownership was. And now we look at around at, at all of us, whether it be Leon or Vlad or Keon, we all own our shit and we therefore mentor the kids under us to start owning their own shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's something that, that as a conversation that comes up all the time, to be honest with you, just talking about our generation really kind of being that, that first generation towards home ownership, whether it be um, college graduation, things of that nature. My dad graduated college. No, nobody else. Um, my, my, my dad was one of six kids. No, none of his other siblings graduated college. Um, none of them. I think one other one owns a home. Um, that's where me, my sisters, you know, try, just trying to be that generation to, 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 to carry the torch. And since you're talking about the team, um, shout out to my man, Tony, a.k.a. Southie, Anthony Ravenel. He purchased a house um, this year as well. You know, and when you're around people like that that are doing well, it makes you want to do yeah. well. It makes you want to do more. It makes you feel right? like it's a, you're, I mean, you're, you're, it's, it's, I said it a, a, like a, a few episodes back on the episode with Ralph, and, and, and it sounds so crazy when it comes off like that, but I was saying something as simple as, if you're, everybody looks crazy, but until they're all doing the same thing. And that's how the Trump thing came about. And, and I think I said I, I said something like, you could be somewhere singing dicks by yourself and you look stupid. But then if it's 50 other people, then it looks normal. So while, <laughs> you know, the hood dude right. gets brought into our atmosphere, what is a hood dude, what looks like it's hood, they're like, well, oh, I'm doing this shit here. But then when everybody else looks at them like, well, we're buying houses, then you got no choice but to step up or go somewhere <laughs> else. Right, right, right. Well, I think that, I mean, there's an old saying that you always want to hang out with people that are doing better than you anyway. And when you have people around you like that, I, I, I mean, not to just call Tony out, but when I met Tony, Tony was, you know, living in an apartment um, in Boston, in Dorchester, you know, pretty much doing the same thing that, that he's always done. He was, he, was, he, was, he was walking the streets, you know, um, he was like a meter maid is what he was. Since then... Um, since being around, since Le since Leon upgraded, Keon upgraded, I upgraded, Brandon Johnson upgraded. Um, you could see Tony's wheels start to spin. You know what I'm saying? He could spend the rest, of the, he could spend 30 more years in that apartment and working that job, but then he got a different job. You know what I'm saying? Now he's working two, three jobs, and he's got a home. He's he, he's renovating that house. He's got bigger he's got bigger plans and bigger goals now. And honestly, it's a beautiful thing to see. It's not something that you call out when it's happening or, 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 or you say, hey, man, what are you doing with your life? But you just say, yeah. hey, man, you can do X, Y, Z. You can Sometimes do your actions what you're doing speak right now. even louder than that. And um, you have two different types of people. You have people that look at you and, and they're just like, oh, this motherfucker got a house. But they don't realize how much you're busting your ass to get it. Or you have the people. And I'm not like people look at me like I'm fucking rich, but I'm, I'm not even close. Like I'm still struggling to figure shit out every day and I'm still motivated by all the people around me. Even if they feel that they're not, I check in on people all the time to make sure they're doing good shit. I follow, I follow TT's story all the time. Sometimes when I'm like, yo, I don't want to work out today. I don't want to do this today. I see his shit. And I know that motherfucker <laughs> don't be wanting to work out sometimes. But his videos motivate me. We, we motivate each other. We push each other. We have these conversations where that is what it's about. It's not a sourness. It really is about all of us winning. Right, 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 right. And, and it is, 
But then you you can feel certain. Not everybody oh, is pulling for you. <laughs> without you know question. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 You would think you would think everybody everybody would want to see their friends and their loved ones level up, but some, some people don't people, want to see you level up. Some They'd people rather want you to be. Um, I, I, you know how many people I fucking deleted to that that just said some shit like I remember when you was this, and I'm like, I don't need to remember, motherfucker, because you're still that, and I'm not. That's a world <laughs> away, and I'm so confident with right. the person in the mirror that you can say anything, and I don't care. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm not sure if that's something that's uh, specific to the black community. But I do feel like it's I more think, prevalent. You know, I, I I hear people say that a lot, but I think it's because you have 83% of white people to choose from and 13% of black people to choose from as far as the United States. So it's like I said a couple episodes back, if you want to see some fucking poor white people, come down here and I'll show you. Because the white people in Massachusetts don't even believe these motherfuckers <laughs> exist. Out here eating faces and burying their babies <laughs> behind buildings. Oh, yeah, no, no. No, listen. I've li- I, I mean, born in Louisiana... Um, half of my family lives in Florida. Some in Alabama. I know about poor white people. Shit. That's like the tri. All you gotta do is add Mississippi to that shit. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Fucking Florida, Louisiana, Alabama. Yeah, no, no. I, I want to say Mississippi has like the like the forty eighth worst air, and and Alabama and and Louisiana. Has I, the thought worst. Air, by, by, I thought air. I thought Cali was worst. one. No, no, no. It was it was it was Louisiana for a long time. Cali, I'm sure that there's spots, but not, but not everywhere. Oh, yeah, Cali. Cali's huge. No, they just have the worst everything. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I mean, you I, said <laughs> you said you, you said gonna... I've been to, to Bourbon <laughs> Street. I'm like, oh man, this don't look like TV at all. This looks like Chinatown in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> they only show you the nice parts on the real world. They don't. <laughs> So, I mean, I didn't even know street. about the 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 um the new baby, but um, how is the 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 kids' life? Because I know we haven't even had that conversation, and I I've been raising kids for so long that I forget, you know, that other people are doing it and struggling <laughs> through it and learning it as we go. I talked about it last episode, you know, so it's we're, we're learning as we go. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, well, Keon warned me. He warned, he warned me. Have, yo. You don't have kids. You don't have kids, nigga. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, nah, nah. I need a little me. And then um, had a little me. He, was, he wasn't bad. I, I mean, he has a ton of energy. Don't get me wrong. Um, But I wanted him to have a brother. Now, <laughs> second time around, I get I get my baby girl. I did want to have a baby girl. I was hoping to have her third. So that, that, that means we got to try for number three. But having two kids? Oh, my God, man. Changes oh, yeah. everything. Um. Yeah, just take, also just take the wallet and just throw that shit somewhere for like uh, another three years before you learn how to use it again. Listen, listen, I thought, I mean, we were doing pretty good um, as far as diapers, clothes, a bunch of uh, family friends gave us clothes. We haven't had to buy clothes for LT or, or Hope yet. No clothes at all. But, oh yeah, take it. Holy. So, LT, we were paying, we were paying 420 a week. Just for him, so we moved. Now we're paying like like, like three seventy five. When hope has to start going, it's over seven hundred yeah, bucks a week. We're like, gonna be paying at that daycare. point. Don't you, like I knew I knew a family, and the father was a lawyer, and the mom ran a daycare, and she made way more money than him. Way more money than him. Yes. No. 
Right, right. It's insane. Insane. So I'm hoping that the next, you know, leader, the, the, the next manager of this of this country finds a way. I mean, Biden's talking something pretty. He, he's, he's talking my language right now. He says just 10 percent of that military budget, just 10 percent. And we can pay for early childhood um, education. Well, yeah, that's that's seven hundred million dollars. Ten percent. Yes. Not that crazy. Right. Right. So you still got a song on the radio? They still be playing that that music out there? Uh man, I haven't had a song. Well, every once in a while they'll throw like an old like like an old joint that I did, probably just like a remix or something like that, shouting out the boroughs of around the state or whatever. But I haven't really made. I haven't been focused with the music, to be honest with you. I wish I could say I have. I, I mean, I still ride around, come up with punchlines all the time and things like that, and say, you know, I'm going, I'm going to drop that album, I'm going to do it, and then I just don't do it, man. I just don't do. It. It's just not enough time, and I'm not motivated like it's I hard, used to. Yo, which which so kind of sucks. It, I say it almost every episode, man. Uh, it's all about owning your time. It's not about money. Um, it's about being able to buy back as much right. as your time as you can to do the things that you really enjoy versus versus grinding. But um, with that, <laughs> with the music thing being said, I want your whole perspective on this story right here because I know you forget it, but it's okay. hilarious to me. And actually, my last guest was there. If he could actually tell some stories last week, then we would have actually got to this story. <laughs> but you at Bentley, <laughs> me in Brookline. Yeah. One of my boys, <laughs> one of my boys, Jordan, skinny white dude with blonde hair. He's at Bentley. He comes back one weekend. He said, yo, they have like a direct server. They, they, you know what I'm saying? There's music and shit. You can download anything you want. There's this fucking dude that puts out tracks every fucking week. He calls himself Renzo or some shit. Listen to this shit. And I'm like, okay, like, what about it? He's like, yo, I'm going to battle this dude. I'm like, okay, like, I don't even know you yet. I didn't meet you for like another five years after this. So I'm like, all right, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, whatever. So, yo, all I hear is like, yo, he calls me. We're recording the track right now. I'm all right. Never hear the track. Never heard it at all. So, (laughs) fucking fast forward. Him and, and, and my last guest, Ant, record the track together. Go for it, like, maybe three days. Yeah. He goes, he calls me up. He goes, yo, yeah. I need you to come up here. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, come up to, to Bentley. I'm like, what's up? He's like, yo, I got back to my room. Some dude was just standing in my room. He, I walked in. He goes, yo, you Jordan? And just smacks me in my face. I was like, fuck did he do that for? <laughs> He goes, what? What was you gonna say? No. All right. So no, no. This is the funniest part of me. I go, what? What do you mean? What the fuck happened? What did he do? He goes. He said, I said, nigga, on this track that I posted on a thing. I was like, did you? So he plays me the track. (laughs) This nigga Renzo about to get the pump, pump. I said, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I said to Ant, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you not tell him what was gonna happen with this shit? I said, I'm not fucking coming up there. You must be out your fucking mind. So give, give me your side and your perspective on it. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so, so yeah, no, I was hungry back then, man. And it was, it was, a, it, was it was a track every week. I was like, yo, I'm going to drop a, I'm, I'm going to drop a freestyle every week. I, I, I had my man at UConn, um, making beats for me. Slide out to, shout out to my boy, Slowbo Don, um, Slowbo, Slowbo on the beat. Um, he was sending me beats constantly, and I'm releasing tracks um, 
at, at that time, it was yep. through AIM. Damn right. <laughs> Taking us back. Um, and everybody used to download the tracks from me. And then one day, I was like, yo, fuck it. Um, Bentley sends out these emails with, with the entire campus on them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm gonna send this bitch to the whole campus. I think I think the the server stopped it, but I got to like eighty percent of those motherfuckers, <laughs> and everybody everybody knew my stuff. So your boy comes around. Oh yeah, uh, I want to battle you, and you know what I'm saying I'm I'm level headed. I'm I, I, at that point I'm an animal too. I will battle anybody. Um, but he wants to <laughs> but he wants to like do a track. I think I I actually went off the top at him. Um, I kind of remember a line something about him. Um, not being from Brooklyn, but you're from Brookline or, or something, something like that, something to that effect. So then he released the track, and we're listening to it, and Leia, like <laughs> 20 seconds into it, this nigga Renzo. Oh, it was, it was like the, the scene of house party. Somebody <laughs> bought <Yes>. the table. <laughs> like, hold up. Hold on, hold on. Rewind that. Maybe one of his boys said it. Maybe he didn't say it. Maybe it was like an ad lib for one of his boys. Nah, he said that shit. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit. So then somebody found out that he was on campus or whatever. I won't say the dude's name. And yeah, that's exactly what it was. I heard it was, it wasn't like, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> it was like the whole Hey, it was like, um, it was like, oh, yeah. full claw. <laughs> that's what it was. What it was. Oh. Yeah. I was like, damn, he did that to him. And it was like, yeah. So, um, when he talked to me, he was like, yo, your man's came over here. And I was like, yo, you, man, you <laughs> listen, when you do something like that, what do you, what do you expect? He's like, yo, I hang out with mad black people. They no, like me true. around them. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. He said that yo. Oh, he says it around the motherfucker the that recorded the track and, with him. I would have told him right away. Don't do that. Don't do it. You can say whatever you want, but I'm telling you right now, somebody's <laughs> right. gonna eventually end up walking to your room and slapping your Kawhi Leonard style. <laughs> Listen, Eminem knows not to do that. He said that a fucking yeah. bigger than it would be me if I said the word, and he blanked it out. So how yeah. do you think you can do that? So, so yeah, I didn't know the backpacks. He was calling the goon. He's calling Ray Darden the goon up to come out to Bentley. I got another goon Bentley story, but I'm not even getting to that. But it's yo, as a matter of fact, what what you just said right there, the fact that you saw that it was 80% of the campus that you were able to reach, I feel like these stories only yep. get told when somebody blows the fuck up. You know, and I worked a young Jeezy show like three years yep. ago, and this dude came out and he fucking yep. put his CD on every car in the parking lot. And he, if he mm-hmm. doesn't blow, mm-hmm. then that story means nothing. But that fucking hunger is there, right? So the whole the story only looks oh, good. Man. And now if you blow up, like 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 I said it last episode when, when Jay Z said, "Oh, I bought a piece of art and it's gonna be worth ten million in five years." Okay, but tell me how to get to a million without selling drugs. Right. Tell me there because that <laughs> right. man's out there putting fucking right. CDs on every car in the parking lot, and Jay Z didn't do that. <laughs> right. Right. No, no. And, and back then, especially because you had the time. I mean, I'm in school. I got nothing but free t- but, but free time other Halo. than sports and, 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 yep, exactly. and started playing Halo. <laughs> I was crazy. <laughs> um, but I mean, before I released my album, I put two years in. I probably made 50 tracks. And of those 50 tracks, I selected, you know, the best 18 or whatever. But at that time, releasing freestyles every week at, in in my dorm room. 
on a computer mic with a sock on top on top of it, recording song after song or whatever. Um, I was crazy hungry. Another funny story. So I did a remix to um, "Officially Missing You" mm-hmm. by Tamia, and I, I released it at Bentley. Everybody loved it or whatever. People were bumping it, this and that or whatever. And, and, and again, my boy Slobo, he was a Yukon, and he had the track, and he's in like a dorm nowhere near, uh, nowhere near his. I, mm-hmm. I want to say he was in like the football players' dorm, and he's walking past somebody's room, and he hears my fucking song playing. For, he has no, mm-hmm. he has no clue who this, who this person is, and they're playing my fucking song. See stories like that. Again, like you said, if you don't blow, exactly, and they're never great stories, and, and and that's why I hate. I, you know what I fucking hate? I hate when you see a, 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 an article and it's like billionaires wake up at this time and they work this much. And people will say it to me like, you got to understand. I'm like, I don't have to understand shit because I fucking work so hard and invest so much in myself that you have no yeah. fucking idea who you're talking to. And that that's one of the things where people just want to find a reason that somebody is allowed to be better than them. And there's no reason because we're all fucking humans. But um, right. I guess right. Moving forward, I saw a meme this week, and it was by some. I, I was a, it was by a rapper I don't know. TT knew him, but I didn't know him. And the dude was like, "I've never seen anybody call Jay Z a beast over one of his lines." And um, I got into a big ass fucking <laughs> argument because this dude was like, "Well, then who's who's the top ten lyricist?" And I was like, "Oh, if we're doing that, then I said Jay Z to me, and 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 I say it right here." Is like John Legend of rap. Yeah, I love John Legend. I love his production. I love his completed songs. But nobody fucking says that John Legend has the best vocals, the best voice ever. It's complete production. I like it. The voice works. The way he rides right. the beats works. There's some songs that I absolutely love. But I'm not buying into it to that point. So I guess the the question that I would ask you is when you think, because he tried to break it down to me and say, a lyricist, you're talking about poetic lyricists, and I'm talking about this, and I'm like. Yeah, exactly. Poetic. So when when you, an actual you know hip hop artist, thinks of the word lyricist, yeah. Wh- who's yeah. the who's the first person you think of? So <clears throat> when I think of lyricist, I mean the first thing that pops into my into my head is cannabis. That's the first that, that that's the first person. Second person, Eminem. Uh, um, when you think about li- lyricist, you're talking punchlines, you're talking riding the beat, you're talking using using different syllables, um, different wordplay, things that surprise you, that you don't expect, right? Those are lyrics. I, I think of Joe Buttons, um, Cassidy, Bank, Banks back in the day. These guys were, these guys, obviously, the most deafs, the Talibs. Um, Yo, you, these you, guys you, you just, right? I like, hold on one second, because I think I, I think I literally put down <laughs> like 30 names. Let me go through my sheet, man. It was, <laughs> and you named like half but, of them. But, <laughs> but, as soon as you said that, I don't. So I don't even know where the fuck I put it. The um, you said something in there, and I feel like that uh, the search for more knowledge knowledge is kind of synonymous with a poet lyricist. And I feel that um, a lot of the lyricists that people choose to listen to or the rappers that people choose to listen to is kind of in comparison to what they want to learn and where they want to be. 
Right. And that's right. kind of what I found where you're like, we, yo, we got, what did he, I, there's shit that cannabis and Eminem have said that I'm like, I don't even think I could say that in slow speed. <laughs> <laughs> Just, right. Whenever the medicine from the human body with a sharp on the weapon, the brain remains conscious. <laughs> like, what? like, what? Where is he going? Long enough for mm-hmm. me to give you one last message. When you get to hell, you can tell Lucifer I said it. Don't ever get it. I mean, to me, um, especially, especially in high school, listening to rap, I was a huge, huge bad boy fan, huge Mace fan. Um, and then this dude, Cannabis, comes along. And just shatters everything that you think about rap. Yeah. Everything. You're, you're thinking rap is just, you know, Tupac, Biggie, um, shiny suits, or DMX. And then this dude comes out in the middle talking about the, the clock speeds of um, computer RAM <laughs> in a verse, but, but, but it's lyrical and it still ties to the same things that Biggie and Tupac are talking about. And that's, that's what lyricism is. That's... That's what the true lyricist can do. They can play in any field if need be. And 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 at that time, not many people mm-hmm. wanted to get on a track with cannabis. Because cannabis was so hungry, he was trying to outshine everyone on every song. How can you get on a song with DMX in his prime, LL Cool J in his prime, Red Man, one of the biggest rappers at the time, and mm-hmm. outshine all of them? Wash them. So bad that LL Cool J makes you change your verse. Nah, nah, dog. You can't talk about that. The mic come on. Yeah, you gotta exactly. come back. You gotta switch that up. That's yeah. crazy to me. Like I, when it comes to this, it's it's a lot like how it is for movies with me. Like I have a completely different top five lyricist than I have a top five artists. Like an artist, I, I consider Jay Z an artist. Like my favorite artist ever is Kanye. Like my favorite album ever yeah. is B. Yeah. It's Common yeah. B. Common and Jay Z are not close lyrically. Common would murder him. <laughs> right <laughs> right well, well well here's the tough thing though here's the tough thing and especially how do you define murder because if they go if jay-z creates a track and then common creates a track the majority of people regardless of what common says that's true i'm gonna say that's Jay-Z. true and i think Jay-Z. that's a big part of the argument it's like everybody's like uh well he has sales and that's where like now what dudes do when you go okay fine let's use eminem then Oh nah, cause Eminem has yep. got white people and he talks about his mom. And I'm like, okay, so if they battle, it's not even close. <laughs> it's right. How how'd you feel about the whole um push a T Drake Damn, situation? Just fucked up some shit. Boy, I don't man, I was about to move forward. I'm gonna, hold on. I felt I mean, I was never really a, a super fan of push. And to be honest with uh with you, when it comes to Drake, I like Drake a lot. And I think Drake is one of the realest rappers there is because he's very real with who he is. Instead of this, I got shot 20 times making up a story, he just tells the fucking truth yep. about what it is and rides where he's going to be. Like People try to compare Drake to LL, but they don't realize that Drake is fucking more popular than anybody. And, and that leads me to my next question is, then what do you think about Drake? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love drake and keon says it all the time that i <laughs> i mean not to, not to put myself on that pedestal but that's what i should have been that was my lane um i do think i i kind of fell off of that because me being a, a, a hardcore punchline rapper at that time gun bars mm-hmm. were the thing gun punchlines and, I, and I, I can come up with those without even trying so but for me you yeah, know drake made it cool to be yourself 
Drake will say, I exaggerated things. Mm-hmm. No other rapper's saying that. They're, they're actually pretending like they have those Lamborghinis. They don't. Drake will say it. Um, Drake came out, you know, and he write, and, and, he, and he doesn't just write songs for the ladies. He writes songs for the ladies mm-hmm. apologizing to him. What other, what other rapper has ever done that? Even LL wasn't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Say, I, I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Um, who comes out with a song saying, I'm just saying you can do better? Nobody was doing that. <laughs> Nobody was doing that. And even though he's not the greatest singer, he can hold enough of a note. And man, he's, listen, dual threat. Dual threat. I love Drake. I love Drake. But, 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 but I do think. Pusha no, I, I mean, well, with that, I don't, with, if you're talking about the battle, I don't think like if you have something like that 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 random and and if you hear Drake tell the story he tells it on the shop with LeBron, um, yeah yeah yeah, he's even right in that he confided in a, a, a certain amount of information that he felt it was that if Push didn't have that information he's murdered he's done because he's Drake was right in his song but it was only that it's like when people tried to say that the Jay Z super ugly song was better than Ether it was only because he had some piece of information that he wanted to release it wasn't talent. It wasn't lyrics, because Drake's song is better. It, it just is. Um, but when you have the information and the way that he dropped it, it was like, oh shit. It was, but, but <laughs> see, 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 I think, I think we're selling Pusha short. Um, and I'll be honest, I overlooked him for a while too. But he's got a lot of crazy. I mean, if he did a verses, he's got a lot of fucking crazy, tough ridiculously lyr- lyrical, even though it, it's always back back to selling coke. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he sold more coke than <laughs> He'll be on a girl song. Yeah, with that coke, like, you know. But from a lyrical standpoint, he's a, he's a beast. He's a beast. I went back. That that song made me say, hold up. I've been over- have, I, have I really been overlooking him? I went back to the catalog. 40 Acres with Dream? It's a tough ass song. I mean, I, and then that whole the whole last album that he did with Kanye, I loved that album. The album was dope. Yes, it was. It was, it was yeah, it was, it was definitely a dope him, album. There's no question hate. about it. And it's funny because I was I was I was on somebody's page arguing the other day, and they were like, um, "If somebody was gonna have to battle R. Kelly, it could be nobody." And I was like, "They were like maybe Jay Z and maybe um, Wayne." And then somebody was like, "What about Kanye?" And they were like, "Nah, nah, he ain't on Wayne, uh, on 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 Wayne or on Jay Z's level." And I was like, "Drake." <laughs> and they were like, "You're fucking crazy. What are you crazy?" And I there's a fucking video on YouTube. You can go look it up right now. It's the stats of every yeah. musical artist from 1969 and now. And I'm not talking about fucking rappers. Oh yeah, yeah it's the, the one where Drake's the at the fucking top yeah. for eight years oh, yeah. straight. And I don't mean over Wayne. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, over Rihanna. I mean over fucking Justin yeah, Bieber, right. Katy Perry, Lady Gaga. Taylor Swift. Yep, yep, and it I took fucking that. Luis Fonzi to knock him I off with Despacito, which is the most fucking popular song ever in the history of the world. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that leads me to my next question. Is this, When are we supposed to realize the greatness of Drake? The smash hits, the sales, the constant consistency. So here's the problem. Here's the problem with Drake, and um, it won't it won't be realized until later in his career, I think. And I think that, I mean, he, he he's extremely consistent with the with, with the radio smashes, um, but there is no classic album. There isn't, and I think that is definitely a stain on him right now. And I do think 
that in the overall grand scheme picture of things, the pusher thing will also be a, yeah, but a, the meek a, a thing, stain. I mean, um, he destroyed him. Right, but Drake's very Drake's very smart in who he decides to go at. Meek Meek was doing this thing at that time. Meek's not a battle rapper. He's just not. It's why it, it it's why when he went at Pusher, it was kind of it, it, it was it was a little bit off kilter for him. And then when Pusher came back, like, listen, bro, <laughs> I'll go there and I I pray you respond because I have so much more. And 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 all you're gonna do is is elevate Pusher at that point, mm-hmm. regardless of what Drake says. I, you know, put you you know Pusher has so much. I mean, if you're the biggest artist for that long, there's so much dirty laundry out there that you've been keeping quiet, yeah, yeah. keeping that clean boy, you know, um, persona going. You don't want to. Yeah, you like don't want to push that shit type came of out. After that, it was like, and this motherfucker was fucking bitches at the bar down the street, and you're like, damn, Tiger, what the fuck? <laughs> Where does this shit end? Ambient sex. <laughs> yeah, and all the time you're like toodles. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I I think um I think it's not gonna come for a long time till we do realize just how great of a run this dude had. You know what I'm saying? I I I mean and the consistency and the fact that along the way, although he has reinvented himself and you know, he does do a fantastic job of finding that next new sound and jumping on it before it's the popular thing and then everybody else kind of follows suit. Um, I just think that not having that classic album is going to hurt him in the long run when it comes down to, to, to top yeah. five. Damn, what, for some reason it's not showing me the comments that it's showing me the comments on my fucking phone. I'm seeing, I'm seeing comments. You see comments. Oh, yeah, I see comments. Oh, <laughs> I see. J. Cole, I see yeah, we didn't, we never said Cole J. Cole would murder Jay. He would murder him. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Kendrick, yeah, Cassidy, fucking Common, Talib, Most Def. I had a list. It, it was like a list of fifty people. So here's a so here's a question for you, and 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 I get into this all the time, especially with the with the young with the younger brethren when we start talking about you know rap lyrics and things like that. Um, Cassidy. Yeah, the, the hustler. Go ahead with Cass, because Cass is <laughs> um, great. Yes, but people say, yo, he got that old style, man. Cassie just switches style. Cass, did, he's, stuck in, he's stuck in that late 90s, early 2000 flow. He can never switch this and that. How do you feel, how do you feel when Every people single, say that? I mean, the only thing I've seen with Cass is that it was a beat issue for me. But any time I think, as soon as I think of him, I, I think of the... the I knock on your door like Jehovah Witnesses and bring niggas in your crib like your older sisters. And I'm like, oh my God, get the fuck out of here with that. Like the way that he thinks is crazy. Like in that level of thinking is whatever. But I think even sometimes they start people on a commercial thing and it fucks them up to go back to that. Like everybody used to be like, yo, no, you don't understand. Murder Mace. And I'm like, more money, more problems, Mace? What you talking about? All I've seen was grill. You can't go from fucking silver suits back to... Now I'm just this nigga that shows up to fucking Breakfast Club with a fucking mask over his face talking about Cam. And I, lo- I like Cam, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I love Cam. I love Cam. Cam oh, got yeah. that Kanye in him, too. Cam is ultra, ultra confident, cocky. You can't tell him nothing. Um, you know, Cam came out spitting a certain way, which I actually preferred that way on, on Confessions of Fire. 
Um, and but he switched it up and he made it his own. He made a whole style to his whole group followed his style. Yeah, you couldn't for a certain Yo, I, 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 I like, we damn. didn't realize it because basically what Wu Tang was for us is what the diplomats were for that generation after. And I guess is what Migos is now. Right. Yeah, yeah, I guess Except so. the branding, I there's not so. really a lot of branding so. behind Migos because they just went like some dumbasses. That's the fucking problem. It's like, you didn't fucking learn from the generations before you, so now you just fucking Migos. You don't got no branding, you don't got no logos, you don't got no clothing, you don't got nothing to yourself. Whereas Wu-Tang did that shit, right. and then the diplomats did that shit, and it was their shit. So, as you see now, NBA players have adopted right. it all. They're like, yo, branding. I'm taking it all, oh, yeah. I, or even in, in in music. I'm taking my publishing, and then these new dudes are just fucking stupid. It's like you're just so. It's almost like they said. I, it's funny because I I wanted to save this for 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 a few episodes, but it, it's crazy that you got to be a certain age to be the president, and that age so happens to also be the age where you fade as a performer. Because it's like you get smart enough to talk to your audience the right way. And by the time you get smart enough to talk to them the right way, they phase you right the fuck out. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. So you're, you're not smart enough yet to be the like president, that. but when you are, you ain't, you're, you're too smart to be a fucking rapper. Right, right. But it does, it does kind of connect the dots to what my overall point with, with with Cassidy or just any artist that was, you know, came out with their own style, had people emulate them, not as good or whatever, and continue to do music their way, and then they just became old. Oh, that's that old shit. Oh, that's old. I don't know. That, that's that uh, 2000 stuff. Another person would be T-Pain. To me, one of those brilliant artists. If, you, if you've never seen anyone live other than Bruno Mars, T-Pain live. Will give you every single cent well, that see, you spend. I, I seen, I seen Maxwell dances, live, my friend. And I seen motherfucker. I told you, En Vogue, I, I, best show I've ever seen. Really? Live. Shut the yo shockwave really? through the fucking place. Goosebumps. I'm dead. Terry okay. Ellis shut the whole okay. fucking show down. I shouldn't even have stayed for Bell Biv DeVoe after. Me and my wife was like, what the fuck are we still doing here? This shit is over. <laughs> it was like after Vince did that dunk. I was like, yo, why, why am I even still here? <laughs> I've never, I've never seen either one of them. I'm, uh, if I, I mean, hopefully, if the world gets back to semi-normal, um, I'll, de- I'll, I'll definitely check them both out. But T Pain, I've probably seen three times now. Is he still touring? Because the next person I wanted to see actually was Brian McKnight. But if I see a T Pain, oh, I'm gonna do it. Yo, yeah, no, I saw Brian McKnight two years ago at um at Foxwoods. So I. I saw Surprise Sharon for Valentine's Day, which is also a birthday. In yeah. I, I follow his like his live shit where he does covers. That the Lady of My Life cover that he does, the Michael Jackson shit, hands down. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Certain people' voices just change, and, and it, it it was crazy. It was an awesome show. Awesome show. I'll tell you real quick who's falling off, which. Which kind of sucks for me because my favorite group of all time, boys to men, man, boys to men. Um, yeah, Michael, Michael and Sean, they need to take like a long hiatus and just rest their shit. Because I've seen them now 
<laughs> like like three times over the last five years, and their boys are always fucked yo, I, up. So I was like, they're I was just chilling at my house one day, and, it, and, and Bush Garden was like, "Boys to Men for free," and I was like, if "Boys to Men for free," then uh, something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're still uh, when they were up here last. They were up here like uh, probably like six months ago. They did the Cavalier in Medford. That lets you know. I don't even know what that of- is. We're going to be live at Santarbio's. <laughs> Get some pizza. Exactly. <laughs> Get some pizza with some high notes. <laughs> I, I will tell you. He was my, one year was my guy all the time, though. My boy was, my boy was a Sean guy. I was a one year guy. Yeah, see. I, yeah, yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I was a Sean Ye. The best runs. The best. The best. Five into the row. It don't hit. So it's good for them, but they need to take a rest. They need to take a rest. I don't even know how we got here. We were on Drake now. It's all right, because guess what? We, um, we're going to switch it up yeah, even my- more now. Since the NBA starting tonight and the Kings right. about to play in like 30 minutes. Who is taking it this year? <laughs> so, I'll be honest. I, I haven't been too locked in with the NBA, but but from what I have seen, um the Bucks, the Bucks are gonna be up there. I think out of the West, the Clippers are gonna be interesting. Um and it just comes down to when Kawhi really wants to play. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> to be honest with you. That that's mm-hmm. what it's gonna come down to. That's what I think it's gonna be. Um LeBron's gonna be there, man. Uh, uh it's really just gonna be about LeBron's always gonna be LeBron. It's about the supporting cast. When I think about him in Miami, the snipers that he had out there, the Mike Millers, the James Jones, these dudes were 50% three-point shooters. If LeBron drives and takes one guy with I him, think that's why they points. ended up adding JR. I, I mean, it was bad for them to lose um, Avery because Avery's a great defensive piece. But JR's perfect. He knows him. He knows mm-hmm. where he's going to be. And, I mean, the other night he was like fucking five for six from three. And you already know he's five for six or five for 60. <laughs> whether you that posted that video that video of, of him going behind the back like three times no but i saw that shit oh dude, my god <laughs> <laughs> jr open three no 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 i gotta wait i gotta i gotta pump it a couple times and then take the fade um jr smith is a conundrum to me man i remember him in like in like it, it was an nba live it might have been 2k but but one of the older two Ks, he had like a ninety six. Well, dunk. I mean that's when he was in Denver, he, was, he, he, was could, like a, he could do that. Yeah, no, he's like a ninety six dunk, a ninety two three. He was like one of the best overall players in the league at one point. Just from a, a, a yeah, a, a maybe 2K like I mean, standpoint, and, and, and not real for like a one and a half <laughs> year clip. He was he was he was good. I mean, obviously not to that level, but I mean, I, I made a point because I used to be a two K guy and and. People used to always be like, fucking live. No, live. So I was like, yo, let me show you how bullshit live is. So I played him. I never fucking played the game before. I scored 110 points with fucking Jason Williams. I'm talking about dunking on motherfuckers. Everything. The whole time. Just coming down. Chuck. Jason, yes. Jason Williams, the point Two guy? Two-hand dunks all over your face in, in, in NBA Live. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be I used to be ranked like in the top 5% in... um. 
in 2K. When I was re- when I was really on it, this is when this is when Kobe had no one on his team, but he was like a 98 overall. Um, I would just mur- I would murder people. I had I, I had people like messaging me on on um on Facebook from China and saying I heard you're fuck? really good in 2K. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I, I heard you made 17 you? rounds back in the day when you were at Bentley. I want to battle you, then play you in 2K. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, he, he would have lost twice. So, he would have lost so, twice. So, so uh, next gently. question, Ben, oh. and I have it as a poll up here, but for some reason this shit's fucked up, so I can't see comments or polls because I think I fucked it up when I got on my phone for a watch party. So if you could see comments or the poll, um, <laughs> okay. The Golden State team with KD, oh. or the Bulls, the, the Golden what State team with KD, or the ninety-seven, ninety-eight Bulls. Here we go. You gonna put me on the spot? Talk about the goat. You see a goat right there? And you're gonna talk about the goat MJ like that? You gonna throw KD at him? 6'10 motherfucker with a 10 foot. <laughs> that shoots 53% from the field. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. What rules are we playing? We playing the 90s rules or we playing today's soft ass rules? Well, tell me the rules. You gonna hand check Steph Curry and step over the fucking half court? You can't hand check Steph Curry and step over half court. Listen, listen. If they listen, just take away the three. They come down the lane. You take them out. What are we doing? Well, they shoot me, what are we throws. doing? What, Nobody what else we playing? Because if, you can't, because if you can't touch nobody, MJ's getting his. MJ's getting you his regardless. You can't touch. But if, right, but if you can't touch him, he's really no. getting his. No, what is he gonna do? Dunk yes. instead of shoot fadeaways? He's still gonna shoot fadeaways at fifty percent. What do you mean? Why would he? When you just go to the rack with, with, with all right, listen with no um with no consequence of possibly losing let me explain something to you. I don't know if you remember that game uh, where Lance Stevenson decided to just start following LeBron the whole game, and then they put in Marcus Pittman and he elbowed him in the fucking throat coming down the middle of the lane. It's for me. It's it's, it's very difficult to judge with LeBron because LeBron is so big and and, and strong. Don't get me wrong. He does get hit hard sometimes, but a lot of times he doesn't. And, and obviously, an elbow to the throat is an elbow to the throat. But then other times, it's I don't want to take it there, but you're taking it there. It's it's literally breathing on him, and it's his, and so, it's a it's a whiplash. So with that, whiplash, so with that being said, so do you do you think Jordan? <laughs> what would he do? Shoot more free throws in this era? You know he I'm averaged not, nine and a half, a right? More. You know LeBron averages five and a yep. half, right? So it would be. A, so it would be a ton more. And LeBron, and LeBron, here's the difference. Here's the difference between Jordan and LeBron. LeBron lets dudes off the hook by not going to the back, not going to the rack relentlessly. When he does that, but they don't. They still don't call it. He just goes relentlessly and dunks on you, and then gets hit in the face. And it looks like he doesn't get hit in the face because he's so but then, strong. But then he doesn't. But then he has a guy who's hundred pounds less to him, and he's legit taking post up fadeaways yeah. against that guy. Why? Yeah. Jordan's not doing that. If Jordan, if, if Jordan, if Jordan gets Tony Parker on him, he's going to the rack. He's going to the rack. Every I don't. Time. But the thing is, I don't know every if he's time. going to the rack on the Spurs because we're talking about the best coach ever. And you're talking about oh, Tim Duncan behind listen, Tony Parker, I, I, right? But um, we're talking about Very motherfucking true. KD Warriors versus the '97 '98 Bulls. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, so. I mean, listen. 
it's difficult to talk eras. I don't think it would be as lopsided as maybe you think it would be. I think I'm going to get, uh, you know what? I don't know because Draymond Green to me is trash. Oh, hold on. Um, let me put it up there because I, I actually have it. I can put the teams on the screen so people can see it. Yeah. Bull. <laughs> Draymond Green can foul MJ with the best of them. You know what? Touche, Ralph. Touche. So as I as I have as a starting five, you would have a, a Ron Harper uh, to Curry, a Jordan to Clay, a okay. Pippen to KD, a Rodman to Draymond, which that's an obvious Bulls advantage, and then a Luke Longley to JaVel McGee. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nobody on that fucking team I mean, is gonna be able to card Curry, first of all. Which I I'm I personally think Curry is overrated. People are like, Oh, you're crazy. No, Curry's the best shooter ever, but he's not a unanimous yeah. fucking MVP. I think that year he was. Unanimous. That year he was. No. Uh, no, there there's never been a you Wilt Chamberlain is not a unanimous MVP. Back then they were racist. <laughs> 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 I can't even argue that it's so true. There's probably like a Bob Cousy vote in there. <laughs> Back then, come on. So I mean, I, I you know people just go like this. They'll go, "Well, Jordan locks down Curry," and I'm like, "Um, did you see what Iverson did to Jordan?" Yeah, no, can't leave play. No, no. So, so here's my thing with. Here's my thing with Curry. Yes. Oh, okay. Ryan Harper's not going to be a stop Curry. Ryan Harper's 6'6". What's Curry half doing? court. And what's he doing on the other end? No, but... Hiding in the corner? What? Like he normally does? Because oh, Ryan MJ passes score. him the ball. <laughs> oh, here's, here's, here, we, here we go. Here we, so, so at his height, Ryan Harper was a tw- was a 23-point guy. Curry's gonna have to do something for real. With that. But, 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 yo, I don't. To <laughs> be honest, I don't remember any game that the Bulls ever had. And you can watch Last Dance. I don't even remember seeing Ron Harper's ass. Like he, it yep. was like he wasn't even on the fucking team. There was a fucking game where Kuko scored right. twenty, and they were talking about a three that Kerr made. I don't remember Ron Harper scoring more than <laughs> fucking fifteen in any game. All I'm saying is, I'm six one. If I'm if, if I'm going against a guy who's six four six five, that's that's kind of an advantage. Curry's going against a six six guy. He's but six we're, two, we're, six we're three. Trading threes for I don't know. And that's if they pass it to Ron Harper. So Curry's hitting. So 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 Curry's hitting every every oh, three. He, he hitting every saying. three, but he so damn I mean, sure might. The motherfucker shoot fifty percent from three, and that includes full court shots. So so it can't just be him. It can't. No, just I'm be just him, saying though. that that's a that's a that's a mismatch. That's a it's not a mismatch, but it's a it's a matchup in which. Nobody can is going to stop him, and then people just forget about Clay, like he didn't score fifty nine right. in a game six against OKC. Yeah, no. Listen, when Clay gets hot, even if Clay isn't hot, if if Clay gets a look, and then he's just he, he's just as Curry is. He's just not as good off the dribble as, as, as Curry is. That's the only. And, but but he has better defense. So it's so it's no. That's what I'm saying. Then we then I we mean, come off the bench and we go Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston and fucking Steve Kerr and Luke Long and uh, Tony Kukoc. Yeah, you know Golden State wins that. Mm. I'm even gonna ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're looking at athletic athleticism. 
nowadays versus back then. I'm still throwing up the rules because the rules do play a big part in this. Andre Iguodala ain't shooting no fucking threes. <laughs> uh, uh, um, neither is Livingston. He got that. He got <laughs> that. Mid, yeah, but the, the threes coming off so, the starters, and then those dudes are both. I mean, Andre Iguodala's. Those dudes are ridiculous defenders. Those those motherfuckers ain't getting off them. So I mean, the, the, I guess to to say when we're talking about the starting five of the Warriors, yeah. you have three people that mm-hmm. shoot fifty percent for their career. Yeah, no, 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 no I, I mean, the thing is, yeah, is that the greatest team of all time? That's Yo, what I'm saying. I, I don't, that, and that's the argument that I have for people. Where I'm like, what the fuck? It was, you know what? When I when I realized it, I watched this team. Um, Kevin Durant, let me put this down. Kevin Durant took a rebound on his own side and went coast to coast down the middle of the floor down the other side. It was Kyrie and LeBron (laughs) back. Kyrie ran at Curry on the wing on the left, and LeBron ran at Clay on the wing on the right. (laughs) And the best fucking player in the Western Conference ran down the middle of the floor and dunked it. I... <laughs> I and I said, "There's that nothing play. that you can do with this team at all." <laughs> right. I mean, the, the right, only right, right, team right. that I really think that might be able to give them a run, and that would be to slow the game down, is the 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 Kobe Shaq Lakers. And that would just be because hmm. Shaq can slow it down and and just be like, "Yo, we're not going to let you do that," and I'm going to dominate everything. And Shaq, somebody who shoots fifty six percent, or it's like almost sixty one year. So that is a higher like probability of just points. I don't think that team can hang with them because all you got to do yeah, is but that, yeah, but that I mean, if you foul, that's, that's another time thing because that, that once that, again, Popovich invented that shit. That, that 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 didn't even exist at that time. Right, right, right. But the thing about the thing back then that um, allowed them to kind of weather the hacker shack thing was they weren't shooting threes like today. The thing about that Golden State team was no lead was safe. Yo, I, for real, I saw I've, I've seen them down like fifteen, and they're back in like four minutes. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly, exactly. So Shaq, yeah, you're down by twenty. Free throws. <laughs> you're down, yes, man. That game's over. Now slow it down all you want. Double the Shaq all you want. So yeah, no, that team couldn't hang with them. I, I, I'd say honestly. The only team that could hang with them would be that Bulls team, and that's just off the strength of MJ. I mean, maybe that, and, maybe that the, the Miami and, Wade. The first year when Wade was in his prime, not that I'm getting outplayed by Patty Mills year. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, don't be talking junk about my man Wade because KG brought it up recently that them niggas still don't get they still don't get along. And the shit that Wade did to Rondo is really what shifted that fucking series. And he should have been fucking yeah. suspended for that shit. He just twisted his arm. Yeah, that was that was some weird shit. But I also don't like KG at all because he's fucking stupid. <laughs> I hate. I, I really hate that like Homer to the level of no logic shit. Where it's just like, all right, you're, this is stupid. This is basketball. What are you talking about right now? Who cares? But but I do like the fact that he's kind of. I mean, he's kind of on my team. That's why I like it. I want to come out and say. I mean, he he came out and said that. The, the old man Celtics that year were not the NBA's agenda. I don't think that they were the, that they were the agenda the year before. The Celtics weren't supposed to fucking make the finals. Everybody wanted to see Kobe versus LeBron. And then here come these three old fogies that were on their back nine, and they fucking shocked the world. Shocked the world. And that year, nah, that shit ain't happened. 
Wade said it's not happening because he fucking broke Ronald, he twisted Ronald's arm up, and then and and then the ref said, yeah, yeah, it's 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 not happening this year, guys. Time to break that shit up. So I do like the fact that KG came out and said that because most people won't. No. Most people won't. So I guess we didn't get an answer for that. So the next question is. <laughs> Would, would be the, would, I've seen you play running back. I know. The the dream team versus <laughs> the redeem team, and I'll put that up. But bam. Okay. Yes. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Please give, give me those redeem the redeem team um players. Was that 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 that's the that's the, the old, yeah the only the one missing would be Durant. Bellow. So I I got the starters noted at the bottom. We're looking at a Magic Braun, which pff, we already know that Jordan Wade. Bird, Magic. Kobe, Barkley, Bosch, and David Robinson, and for some reason everybody hates on Prime Dwight Howard, which is four defensive player of the year. So here's my rebuttal: Did any of those players that you just named play on that previous team that uh, that embarrassed the United States? I'm pretty sure some of them did. Right? I think a couple of them did, but I can't remember who it was. Maybe like Boozer. that was like that was the Michael Red. Olympic no, team, Michael right? Red was on this one. Oh, but he just didn't okay. play. They were just like, "You're not playing anymore." But you know who? Else, you know who was on it? Like, when people say shit like, "Yo, you don't understand," John Stockton. I'm like, "You don't understand." CB3 would fucking. I saw Chris Paul <laughs> make Kobe do a 360 on defense. Like it was like, "Yo, whoa, what the fuck just happened?" And just hit a, a jumper in his face. So I'm like, "You're because the whole team's up there as well." So you gotta. I think the the only lack would be really the power forward, which is a Bosch. But Barkley's only like six five, and Bosch is still a steady like six ten. Wasn't wasn't Barkley like the best player that year? He of the Dream Team. I don't. I'm, I thought he was. I don't. I don't even know what that means. Like what you you scored a lot he, of points on like fucking Kiki Vanderway on the other team or. <laughs> here, we go. here we go. I, I love the dream team story. Here, here, Michael here Jordan go. said that Tony Kukoc was not going to beat him, so he shut Tony Kukoc down. Oh my God! Sorry, great job, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, listen, man, they didn't call a timeout the entire uh, Olympics, man. You can't. I, I, I mean, those. That's yeah, but that was the first that time that you, I'm just they even ever let pros play in the Olympics. And it was just like, hey, we're the best at this game that we invented in the world. To where that the obviously the team before the redeem team was like, yo, we understand the game fully now. We are going to catch up. There's no superstardom where Michael Jordan's doing coke all night and playing cards and then coming back and fucking saying, hey, we're going to play some goddamn basketball now in the morning. And and now you're looking at a team where like even Tayshawn Prince on this team can guard any of these guys. Yeah, a prime Tayshawn Prince. Right, 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 right. No, Tayshawn Prince was underrated um, as hell. He was legit. Extremely underrated. Um not the most not the most valuable player on, on the, during that Pistons run. Right up there. I, I, I mean what, who did Reggie he Miller. Who did he run down the Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. Basically if he makes that lap and he sprinted the entire length of the court. Yeah. Um My gut is saying You're giving an answer for this one. <laughs> I mean I I just remember watching how dominant the Redeem team was. I, who was it that 
I think Wade saved the ball from going out of bounds that turned into an alley-oop to Kobe. Yo, we're, 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 yo so, like, so even to look at it, it was like, we thought Wade was done. It was like, yo, where, Wade, fuck that dude. And then that Olympics was like, yo, Wade and LeBron yeah, yeah. super party, like fucking alley-oops from everywhere. It was the most disrespectful. I don't, I don't, remember, the, I don't remember the Dream Team's wins being that disrespectful. It was like, I don't remember them shooting many threes. It was just we're gonna run past you and dunk on everyone. Yeah, because that, that's a testament we're, to what they're what they're actually putting out and, and and what there is to deal with. Their athletic ability was so much of a big difference. I don't know if I ever gave you this fact, but I said this to somebody the other day. I said, um, when Michael Jordan was in college, the best player in college was Len Bias. So now you essentially got to a point where Len Bias was going to the Celtics and then died. Yeah, Michael Jordan might yep. have never made it out of the East. And you look at it like his number one competition, the guy that was supposed to be the guy in his era, was not there. Every guy that's supposed to be in LeBron's era is here. Every guy that LeBron has played against is better than anybody else in Jordan's era. You look at Durant, you look at Kobe, those dudes are better than all those other players. And by far. And that's yep. they're at his position. Like he would have to play against them, be guarded by them, guard them when he's there. So that's that's a very big difference for a person that's it's like if you looked at my, uh, Unbreakable, the movie, with, with Samuel L. Jackson, and there was just nobody else. I'm just out here killing motherfuckers, and nobody can stop me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't go that far. I I mean, it's not like um, definitely the the big man play back then in, jo- in Jordan's area, era was a lot, a lot more prevalent than, say, Kobe is a generation... I'd say slightly before LeBron. I'd say the guy to measure him with would be Melo. Or Durant. And Melo's all but all but washed. I mean, he's he's come back a little no, bit. Well, you have, you was... have KD, you have Wade. Right, yeah. Because, yeah. you, I mean, I, I say it's Wait, like you, you see what happened to Jordan when Iverson came in the league. You know, and that was the year that they were like really set the record. And I'm like, yo, if Iverson's doing that to you, bro, what is Kyrie doing to you? Yeah, but I... What was Iverson doing though? A, a crossover? Yeah, a, a, a regular crossover, crossover that he couldn't stick with because he was used to like you know guarding Jeff Hornacek. <laughs> That's like we take that one moment. I mean, how many points did Jordan? No, it was a lot. It, it was a lot, and they won. But I just mean in terms of the cover. I don't mean like oh they they can't he can't beat Iverson every time. Of course he can. But I just mean like in terms of the covers, are way, like, the guards are way better now. So the centers were. Go ahead. But it's like saying. But it's like, but it's like saying um, CP3 sucks at defense because Curry crossed him up, no, almost no. broke his ankles on on that, on, no, no. on, on, on the baseline. That's, but that's, a, un, that's a unanimous MVP. And I can tell you right now that play. I was talking to somebody about that the other day. You're not even trained to yeah. guard that. You're like, hey, I'm running back to stop him at three, or I'm stopping him from getting a layup, and then he does a half spin, three no, no. steps in from the corner three. Nobody's taught to guard that. No, no, he. he no, he he went behind the back. That that was I, I'm not sure he broke it out then, but but he got that patented behind the back twice, and he did it while on the baseline spinning. There's no way you're ever gonna think he's gonna fucking do that. No, then. no way. <laughs> and if he goes behind the back, okay, he's he's. I'm, I'm, I'm but on if my you back if you remember after Iverson did that to Jordan, um, they outlawed that shit. They were like, yo, you can't do that cross no more. That's a carry now. Because then Kobe used to have a cross at the same time. That was a, It was like a behind the back, and he would lift it and go behind the back again. They said, you can't do that no more. Yeah, And I mean, yep. to, to be honest, yep. like, when I look at somebody like Jordan, like, 
I don't even think he holds any records. <laughs> like, I'd have to be like, well, what? he doesn't hold any scoring records. No, he doesn't. So that it's crazy that you come out of that. He doesn't have the most MVP, doesn't have the most scoring record, doesn't have the most championships. So now you look at it and you're like, okay, like, I get it. The evidence, it's- talent is there unquestionably. But when you talk about people changing the game completely, Iverson really changed yeah. the game completely. How did he change the Iverson? Game compared to, yeah, compared to he Jordan. He stayed himself, and they literally changed the entire dress code because of him. But that doesn't make him... Jordan came up with a uh, Nike marketing campaign. A Nike marketing campaign made you think that Bo Jackson was the best running back ever. It made you think that Andre Agassi was the best tennis player ever. It made you think that Michael Jordan was the best basketball player ever. I never thought that Bo Jackson was the best running back I, ever. Trust me, I hear it all the time. Yeah. Um, you're a running back. That's why you didn't think that. <laughs> but I guess with <laughs> so, that being said. W- so, no, no. Well, back to the Jordan yep. point. He might not hold any records. But he does hold a lot of, he did this and no one else has done it. MVP, defensive player of the year. Did, did, did they do it twice? No, one. Well, he did, did it, he did it one time. And, I mean, we look at that. Leading league in steals and scoring. How many times have he done that? Who else has done it? There's a lot of things that he's done that no one else has done or will do. So, <laughs> um, so go ahead. So that's my point. And those are kind of big things. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a little small defensive player and MVP. It's kind of kind of a big deal and to me. It's not a big deal because when you look at the quality, you look at um, Jordan never won when the Lakers and the Celtics were there, and then after that, everybody sucked. But what did he do? So he did nothing against the the, the, the Celtics. He and scored Lakers. sixty and getting sweeped. Great. When is LeBron scored sixty? And, and, um... He's never when LeBron's LeBron... never scored sixty. Okay. But he scored fifty okay. countless times. <laughs> And he led uh, the greatest team ever in every statistical category on the books, including three-point percentage, when the two best three-point shooters in the history of the NBA were on the other team. In the finals. And yeah. When they won? When they won, he, he had a high three-point percentage. Points, than, than, rebounds, than assists, three-point percentage, field goal percentage. He led every player in all of that. Oh, oh, oh. When the Cavs came back. You're talking when the Cavs came back from whatever, 3-1 down. Oh, oh, oh. When Draymond got suspended and, and, and Yeah, they ain't got nothing to do with the stats. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, man, look. I got you. Niggas die every day, B. <laughs> <laughs> they don't score 68. Eh? That's all I'm saying. We can say. <laughs> they got the same average in the play. Exactly. We can say it all day. That's why I, I – listen, I don't even have Jordan LeBron written down. Cause I already know where you stand on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Let's let's move forward, and I I want to talk about some some sports legends myths. Okay. Because I hear a lot of them. So I guess the number one, and you saw it on my paper, which you're bullshitting asses. Who's the best running back ever in the NFL? Oh man. So I thought about this, and I had and I, and I had some. I, I, I mean, for me, out of all the running backs I've seen. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta say, Barry Sanders. Think so? I have to. Even though, so, you think so? What's that? I do think so. I think with he did the most with the least, <laughs> um, which is sad. And we didn't get to see the best of him because he walked away. And he was like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna win here." So it's time for me to walk away. Never had a, cat- a catastrophic injury, and he also leads, um, like. 
I forget what the stat is, but he, he he has the most lost yardage of any running back yeah. or something like that. Um, which is also crazy. But to me, by far. By far. far. To me, he's the goal. Fuck. By far. No, and listen, again, listen. I like again, Barry. The people don't realize that. I wasn't around to see the old dude. I, I wasn't around to see Gale Sayers, Gale Sayers and OJ Simpson and, and, and all. Barry, Barry's that guy, man. Um, they got one guy. They got one guy. You got to stop, and he and he still does what he still does what he does. Yeah, I mean, you still lose, but yeah, he did what he, he did. I mean, the, 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 my issue with Barry is that he's obviously way better than like an Emmett Smith because he would have broke that record four years beforehand. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah, come on. The thing is, to me, <laughs> it, 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 in my opinion, it's it's Adrian Peterson, and it's fucking not close. And I didn't believe it until he came after the injury. <laughs> He came after ACL injury early, mind you, and ran down the middle of the field on the fastest team that was in the NFL on defense at the time and blew everybody out by 15 yards. And I was like, the fuck is going on here? And I didn't even like Adrian Peterson when he came up. But when I saw that, it was like a awakening. It was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> What's going on? And it, it, Adrian right. Peterson, and it, 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 past that first level, it's you're, it, impossible. It's impossible for you to tackle him. Right. It's impossible for you to catch him. So, do you feel like – so you're saying just strictly running because he's not much of a dual threat, which Barry was. No, Barry, it's not uh, like Barry caught it out the backfield a lot. It's not like he's Ricky Waters or Marshall Falk. I'm not saying he, uh, Adrian Peterson ever has. They take Adrian Peterson out of the game. No way. I don't even know who the fuck his quarterback was. Stan Humphreys or some shit? <laughs> What's it? Uh, Michael Tomzak? What was the dude's name? What was his name? Because, because he I, was a Scott Mitchell. Scott Mitchell. That's who it was. Scott exactly. Scott Mitchell can't even throw that motherfucker the ball on a swing. Who was their um, receiver? Herman Moore. Oh, he's Herman Moore? good though. Herman Moore is is legit. Herman Moore is like the poor man. He, he he's like a, in that Art Monk level of receiver. So what? So what? So so, so what if I told you? Barry Sanders had over three hundred and fifty receptions. He had forty one year. Oh, he had forty a few years. Forty receptions. Almost 500 yards. You think Adrian Peterson sniffed that? I mean, shit, I remember Marshall Falk had 50 at the halfway point of a season one year. But but but, but that's Marshall Falk. I mean, 40? I, I imagine Adrian Peterson's around there 30, 35-ish, and with more yards. Something tells me not. I want to know. Look it up. This is a perfect podcast, man. We got time. While he's looking that up, y'all can go fucking subscribe on YouTube. And perfect audio. I got 650 Recep- Facebook friends, and I got motherfucking 150 subscriptions. <laughs> um, Adrian Peterson caught over caught, caught 40 twice in his career. Okay, he had he has 289 receptions. The the most he ever had was 436, but other than that, never got over 300. He doesn't. He, I mean, his lows are 19, two, 11, 18. I mean, I mean, I can't. I, I imagine Barry's ha- carries a way higher too. It, it's. I'm looking at the talent, the speed, the the strength is what I'm looking at because I feel like Barry couldn't play in every offense. I feel like they wouldn't just give him the ball a million times for them to fucking lose for seven years in a row. And <laughs> what happened? You're saying that Adrian Peterson wasn't getting. Wasn't getting so what? I watched you for a Adrian second. Peterson. 
getting the ball for he was getting it a lot for a little bit. You got me now? Yeah, a little bit. Um, all right, so his career high in carries, Barry, mm-hmm. was 343. Adrian Peterson, 327. Yeah. Just different errors. Peterson a lot. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When he came back for that first injury, I was like, yo, what? Then the HGH? Yeah, right, right, right. So next question, I hear this shit a lot, and and, and you know in speed, um, this is an easy one. Did Bo Jackson run a four one forty? No. <laughs> is Bo Jackson the fastest no. running back ever? The fastest running back ever? No. no. Chris Johnson is. Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not. Um, but we'll never know. We'll never know. Um. You think Ty? You think Tyreek Hill is, is the fastest player no. in the NFL? I think, think it's the dude that used to be the slot on Atlanta. I can't remember his name right now. He's the fastest person I've ever seen. What? Yeah. What? He's fucking stupid fast. Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel. Yeah. Oh come on! Come He's crazy come fast. Nah. Crazy nah. fast, bro. Nah. He's not. He's not fast. Plus, I hate Tyreek Hill anyway because he's a fucking scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't all even right, fuck right. if he was fast. I hope somebody shoots him in his sleep. Oh Jesus! What do you have against Tyreek Hill? Um, him calling his fucking son and threatening his life several times until he fucking feared him. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I like to be a good father as well in life. <laughs> okay. Now let's get to what I'm talking about, man. Let's talk, let's get to what I'm talking about. What we goat talk? You want to listen, man? Hold on, man. What you you want to talk about, Jerry? What? There's no. The, what's the argument behind the Jerry Rice? Go ahead, talk. Say what you want to say. I'm just saying he's the goat wide receiver, and I, I I mean for me, it's tough when you talk about the goat in the, in the NFL because to me, compared to basketball. Whereas one player can completely shift the entire league, it's different in football. Football, and I talk to people about this all the time, is the ultimate team sport. One player's can one player cannot just completely bring a team from shit to shit. I, I disagree with that. I that? disagree with that. You disagree with that? The one player, there's what? one player that could, and that was prime Mike Vick. No. Prime Mike Vick was a no. one-man playoff team. It wasn't a one-man Super Bowl team. No. Mm-hmm. No, because if if their defense was complete trash, it didn't matter how many times Mike Vick ran for 80 yards or whatever. If, if there was no peerless price, if there was no work, was all right for a little while. If there was no uh, Joe Horn, if there was no uh, collection of random mediocre motherfuckers, like, what the fuck? Peerless price wasn't Mediocre at that time. He he was actually he was actually pretty good. Was pretty good. So, Top twenty so, five. No, no. But I'm. I mean, I, I, I hate to even say it. Wes Welker at that. T- Wes Welker at that time. He's not. Mike Vick isn't throwing BBs to Wes Welker down uh, running by people. So there's no one that takes your team from shit to. How about Cam Newton when they went to the Super Bowl? They had a very good defense. They had a ridiculous defense mm-hmm. that year. Yes. <laughs> yes. They weren't the top scoring offense. No, I know. They I don't even remember. Their their fucking receivers were like motherfuckers that walked off the street. 
<laughs> Did no, have- that was the year Bell. Was that was the year Steve Smith was gone and Benjamin hurt himself for the entire year, and they went to the Super Bowl. Oh, that a that a ridiculous run game though. Yeah, that was that two headed monster. Three so you know, my my my, my no, issue no, no, with no. the with the Forty ers is that first of all, if we're talking about talent, the best quarterback ever to me is Rodgers. Um, I think it's impossible for the best quarterback and the best wide receiver to be on the same team. Why? Because they complement each other so well that you can never tell. And nobody, Jerry Rice never had Todd Bauman as a quarterback or fucking Mitch Kupchak <laughs> or Bubby Brister or Kerry he Collins. Had Jeff, he, had Jeff, he had Jeff Garcia for a little while. And Jeff Garcia was in the Pro Bowl Garcia. that year. Um, but that why? was also him and T.O. Right, right, right. But when people say, that's why it's the ultimate team game. Jeff Garcia wasn't a great but quarterback. But yo, listen, 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 listen. That's what I'm saying. So that's fine. If you say that Rice is the GOAT, that's fine. But that means Montana's yes. not. Not the what? Not the goat. He can't be the goat if Rice is the goat. <laughs> so I who's the goat at quarterback then? But, 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 but I... Oh, yeah, yeah. You start thinking now because you've been the throwing goat. that Montana around. Now you got to think. <laughs> no, my you just said no. I say he's the goat wide receiver. When it comes to the goat overall, it, it's that's a tough, that's a very tough one, to be honest with you. Because when I think about it, the stories that I hear about um, Lawrence Taylor, and and I kind of caught like the last the last end of him. The way the way they used to talk about Lawrence Taylor and scheming around him and, and what they got to do with calling timeouts because we couldn't find him. Oh, shit, he was on the sidelines. Shit like that. Reggie White's, and then you talk about the Barry Sanders. Uh, to me, and, uh, and uh, for Barry Rice. Sanders, that's not even Pop close. They didn't, they didn't even make the playoffs. A fucking D-end is never the best player in the league. I don't give a fuck what they say. I don't give a fuck if J.J. Watt won 15 defensive players of the year. Because <laughs> any time that motherfucker played against the Patriots, he ain't even had a touch on the quarterback. I mean, the most overrated player in the last decade is J.J. Watt. Please don't bring up J.J. Watt with me because I'm not I'm not a J.J. Watt guy. I'm happy Clowney got out I don't – listen, I, I really the- don't – a, a defensive end is one side of the field. I don't believe it. The, Lawrence Taylor is not the best linebacker ever. Ray Lewis is. And I don't even like Ray Lewis. But he's the best linebacker ever, and it's not even fucking close. <laughs> the best uh, yeah, see, corner ever to me it, is Revis. The best safety ever to me is Ed Reed. See, I – I don't know. We look for different things in safeties. Best corner to me is is, is Dion. I know that you. <laughs> I know that's an unpopular opinion for you. I I get what Revis did. I do. Um, Revis was a physical guy. Revis played a. Revis was very smart. And a couple of the videos watching him shadow guys, but 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 you can't make up for just raw talent. Dion would get beat, and he still catch up and fucking make. Well, the he should have caught up and made an interception when Ray scored five touchdowns on him. Oh God! He was playing nah, the goat. Nah. You can listen, yeah, listen. Yeah. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! If you look at if you look at talent and you look at Rice, the next Rice was Marvin Harrison. He was exactly like him. Yes, he was exactly. Nobody was nobody only, was like Moss. Nobody. Only only way faster. Marvin Marvin Harrison in uh, in NFL 2K had a fucking 99 speed. He was he wasn't that fast, but. Because Reggie, Reggie Wayne was faster than him. Yeah. If, if Marvin Harrison was a 99 speed, then Moss was 110. 
Because <laughs> I can remember Charles Woodson, they interviewed him, and they were like, yo, what's, what, what's up with Randy Moss? And Charles Woodson said this exactly. He said, well, Moss runs his fastest, and then you run yeah. your fastest to catch up. And then Moss runs faster than his fastest. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Champ Bailey saying something to that effect, too. Just, just how on, on, on film, you think you know how fast he's running. But then when you're actually trying to run with him, he, he because he's so tall and his strides are so long, it, he runs way faster than what you think. Yo, I saw a, a softball fundraiser game, and this dude grounded out to the fucking pitcher and beat it out. I was like, yo, this is a fundraiser. What the hell is going on? <laughs> so so that brings up another question to me. Well, one, one that I've kind of switched on because I did um, think Moss at one point. But I no longer think that. Um, most physically gifted wide receiver ever. Well, no, it's Moss. That's Moss. That's not even a question. It- no, because Megatron didn't jump as high and he wasn't as fast. But 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 trust trust me, I saw a meme like a fucking month back, and me and Ralph both looked at it. It was one of the teams that had Moss and Calvin Johnson, and somebody was like, "I'm gonna take AP AD," and somebody, and I was like, "Yo, what in the fuck are you?" <laughs> it's just like now to me, Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league. Matt yeah, Ryan's hey. overrated. Yes, yes, it's I not fucking Antonio Brown. It's not the motherfucker from the Saints. It's Julio Jones. And if you put Julio Jones yes. on the fucking Packers right now. It would be mayhem. (laughs) But if you put it, listen, you see what Rodgers did to Jordy Nelson's career. If you put motherfucking Randy Moss (laughs) with Aaron Rodgers, it'd be the fucking worst shit you ever saw. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers just be just just be getting these white receivers paid, man. <laughs> He's getting them paid. <laughs> listen, I know you can't run by him. Aaron, hey, listen, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers him. did to Jordy Nelson what, what motherfucking LeBron did to Tristan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yo, you got to pay him. I'm out." <laughs> Facts with the X, man. Facts with the X. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, um, but Cal- back to this Calvin Johnson thing. Big, way bigger than Moss, way more physical. Um, not as fast, but just as fast as Deshaun Jackson. Um, he, uh, he is in the 40, but and, he's not and, as fast. Uh, Deshaun Jackson has some speed that it just don't register. I don't at that Giants and Eagles game, I, it doesn't register. Oh, yeah, it don't register on the 40. His game speed is insane. I agree, but he ran the yeah, same 40. Fucking Calvin Johnson has like four, a four three, three. Yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is to be. To be as tall, to be six five, to be LeBron James, yeah. <laughs> to be LeBron James. That's why, to me, just physical gifts, just just off physicality alone. It's I him. mean, yeah, it's the um, same impact as uh, Calvin Johnson is the next coming in Moss, and it almost makes us forget about somebody like Andre Johnson, who's ridiculous. But Cal- I mean, if you ever you need to look at Calvin Johnson's numbers, look at Matthew Stafford's numbers. His numbers oh, yeah, are no, ridiculous. No. Well, he had Cal- well, he had Calvin. Exactly, Jackson. his numbers are ridiculous for his whole career. It was like I'm throwing for five thousand yards every year. Like it's crazy. How's he done after Calvin Johnson? Ab- 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 not not bad, but not obviously not the same. That much. So so Moss. First of all, I don't I I don't remember Moss on a consistent basis jumping over three dudes. He just ran by everyone, and he'd be the only one. And he'd be the only one there. Let me wrong. He he had a few where he went up and, and wrestled. I don't remember that. I can remember like there was a stretch. Where it was like every fucking week, 
it was Matthew Stafford just throwing it into no man's land, and this dude jumping over the entire team and coming down with it. It, it, I, I mean, it's called getting Moss, but I don't remember Moss doing as many as Megatron. That's all he did, really. I, I, throw it it's, up. it's hard because you're looking at two different errors, and, and, and we'd have to have be watching that error where, like, Moss, app, that Ricky Williams Saints team that went to the playoffs, it was like, hey, we got it. And Moss was like four catches, for fucking 175 yards, and three touchdowns. It was like, yeah. like he took a screen for 75 yards. So it's a time where, like, we right. see more now. We see more on social media now. We see more clips now. But to be honest, like Calvin Johnson is the truth. Like I, I, don't, I don't really have an argument for that. He's fucking strong. He's big. I mean, look, I, I mean, listen. You told his nickname, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, so, I, so I, I didn't. I, to be honest, I didn't even give myself that. Somebody gave me that that name before Calvin Johnson got it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, before he even got in the league, somebody <laughs> called me that shit. It was crazy. It was, it was uh, I played in a game with, with Lowell in the Harvest Bowl, and because I ran down the middle of the field full speed, and Brandon Johnson, Mr. <laughs> Landscaper, full speed <laughs> through the wedge into his face. He remembers it. <laughs> Out of the game. <laughs> but, oh, he knows, but, but if I bring it up, he knows it. Trust me, you know, he's just going to laugh and go, oh, oh you talk about that? <laughs> and Brandon, listen, Brandon is Yo, like semi-pro Ed Reed. I played with him at Charleston. Anything, he came, we would be fucking around before practice and he would come down with it. Oh, yeah, no, he's a ball hawk. <laughs> Absolutely. Always, always around the ball. Always around the ball. But listen. um, Why did you, you play linebacker earlier? I don't, you know, so, okay, so to be honest, <laughs> when I showed up to the Ravens the first time, I was talking to Pitt, and I was like, yo, I can play linebacker because there was no spot for me to play tight end because it was five people, and they were still pushing yeah. G there, and Donnie knew, was like, yo, I'm going to try to find a way to get him on the field, but our offense was so good that it just didn't make sense for me to be there. And then um, I took a year off, and I played linebacker with Charlestown, and then what happened was in the offseason, um, Leon was like, yo, where are you playing next year? He just sent me a message, and I was like, I don't know. He's like, you should come play with us. I was like, who's playing linebacker? And he was like, you. And I was like, okay. But I played linebacker in high school, but when I was talking to Pitt in the beginning, he was acting like I didn't know how to play it. And I was like, bro, I know what I'm doing. But you did But you didn't play linebacker when you first came out. Yo, because I had a conversation with him, and he was like, well, I don't need a linebacker. So I was like, that's what he said. So I was like, all right, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But I mean, to be honest, the growth, the control, the, 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 the leadership comes over time. It comes as you grow. It comes as you learn. So I mean, I could have at that time played it and not had the ear of the people like I did in the final years, where people were willing, you know, to listen and people were willing to show up to practice because they knew that I was going to put in the work with them. Yeah. So, I don't give a fuck about football at all, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck about semi-pro. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I give a fuck about the younger men that we were able to turn into great men, great people that you can contact and great right. people that you can reach out to. And I, 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 I care so much about the relationships that we were able to develop over time. Because I, I said this to, to, yep. to, to Ralph the other day. You got a full team of, of motherfuckers in Taunton. They got a, a, a championship ring. And ain't never left Taunton. Somebody said to me, yo, I, I, I was so happy when you walked off the field and I saw you mad in that last game. And I said, yo, you, so you, all you got is your tropical ring. I said, yeah, but here's the difference. I said, me and you walk into a fucking bar and somebody says, oh, what's that ring? 
and you go, oh, this is a ring that I won playing uh, in, in semi-pro in Massachusetts in a, a, a league that had nine teams in it. And I go, oh, yeah, my ring's from a ring. Um, I started an international event in Costa Rica that's 10 years strong. That helps 350 kids a year. What the fuck? Is this even close? <laughs> Facts, man. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no. When I think about when I, when I think back about the semi-pro days, obviously it was about the brotherhood. It was about the camaraderie, um, the memories that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And yeah, no, the traveling had a lot to do with it. Um, those were the funnest times ever, and those other teams didn't even get to do that. They didn't get to go to Philly and beat a team with thirteen players. Right. I mean, the Virginia. They don't go to Canada. I mean, we're we're literally going everywhere and smack and smacking teams and smacking. Yo, with that being said, the first thing I tell any of these these young minority men that I meet when I meet, I go, "Yo, get your passport tomorrow. Get your passport tomorrow." And I think that's one of the biggest things that gets lost in Tropic Bowl. We end up helping the kids, but on the other aspect, we're taking these niggas over here out of that local mindset. To culture yourself, to try different food, to try different things. Because we ain't going there and staying in a resort. We right there. We're right, dealing right. with the people. I interact with kids all year. I teach. Last time I went there, we did a, I did a fucking barbecue in Costa Rica. It was like 50 people there. Who told you when you were younger that you could go to Costa Rica, play pickup basketball with people, and then just host a barbecue with people, and it's a barbecue like it's, a, it's your family? No one. Exactly. No one. And that's what I'm trying to tell people now. Get the fuck out of this mindset that they're showing you on the news and take yourself to another level. Because that level is there. The only person that can't see it is you. Right. Right. No, no, no. I, I, I completely agree with you. It is, I mean, the first time I went to the Tropic Bowl, game changer. After that, I was addicted. I was like, I got to travel more. I'm missing out. Um, the United States is great. Don't get me wrong. You should see everything you possibly could in the states, but staying local is is, is only going to keep you inside of the box. Yeah. And, and and when you do get the opportunity to go to these places, man, don't uh, don't get me wrong. We all like to drink. We all like to have fun. The nightlife, fantastic. But if you're not actually out there, um, taking a tour, getting to know, it really changes everything. You think. You th- you you think you're poor? <laughs> go go to one of these countries and see what the actual poor areas look so, like. So, uh, quick <laughs> quick side story. I was one time. Me and my wife was in Puerto Rico, and this was a year that I was actually doing well financially. Not a coronavirus here. <laughs> so we were like, "Yo, we want to go to this off island, which is Culebra, which is the Flamenco Beach, which is top five in the world." Um, yeah. everybody was like, "Yeah, you just got to go to the the ferry early." And um, just hop on a ferry. We get there early. We get there two hours early. And it's a fucking line out to the street. And the line is for 1 p.m. So I'm like, what the, what the fuck happened to get here early? So there's a van driving around. And the van is is like, yo, we can take y'all to charter a flight over there. And I'm like, all right, let's do that. So I'm sitting in the front because everybody's like, oh, yeah, the biggest sit in the front, right? So we have like nine people to charter like a little La Bamba plane. So I was fucking terrified. But... um. This lady in the back's like, oh, Puerto Rico's so dirty. They should run more uh, fucking ferries so they can clean this place up. She got a twang just like that. I'm in the front like, yo, where is this lady from? 
right? I'm like, yo, I just want to turn around, but I just also want to get to my flight. I'm not trying to start no trouble. I'm thinking of it the whole time. She keeps going, and finally somebody goes, well, well, well where are you from? And she was like, Mississippi. And I wanted to turn around and be like, excuse me, ma'am, but um, I'm from Massachusetts, and that's how we look at Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So, Best I mean, you. with that being said, man, yeah, it, it's everything. I'm, me and Titi, we talk about it all the time. And, and anywhere we travel, one of our goals is to leave our mark there so that next time we come there, we have people that treat us like family. Word, um, man. Word. That's a, that's, that's I got awesome two more questions. It. The first one would be, what is the best business move that you've seen in sports and what is the worst business move that you've seen in sports? So the best, <laughs> the best business, the best business move that I've seen in sports, hmm. I guess it's uh, it's a culmination. Obviously, Jordan deciding to go with Nike, um, instead of who was it Reebok at the time? Which I was a big Reebok guy, man. At Reebok cleats early on, those shit. So you the, learned about the Adidas best. Um, yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> shit fit like a glove. Reebok. I'll back to the Reeboks, man. <laughs> That's because um, Emmett Smith had that little fit board, and he was telling us, yo, these Reeboks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have Emmett's line. God damn it. Um, um, no, no. I think the best business move probably came from probably came from the guy who, who saved that money for Allen Iverson. Oh, that yes. Was, oh, my God. That's a great call. I completely somebody, thought about, forgot about that. Somebody in your corner to see what the fuck's going on and having that. You know that that foresight to say, you know, just in case, let me stash this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's not even a great business move, but that's about having the right team members in your circle and people who are actually looking out for your best interest. And at that time, I was had so much fucking money, he didn't even care. Yeah, take that yeah, yo, money. I saw you know, a story about you know, him throwing good. twenty fucking racks every time he went to the strip club, like a maniac. I don't doubt it. I don't so doubt what's it. The man. worst. I don't doubt it. Um, so the worst business move, the worst business move in sports, um, I mean, I'll say, and this one's just from a personal aspect because I'm a gamer. Hell, licensing to fucking Madden. Um, I'm not a mad NFL two K. You was not an NFL two K guy. The momentum meter. I was an NFL, a thousand percent NFL two K guy. Most realistic. I mean, they make they make the most realistic basketball game. They made the most realistic football game. Um, the original two K that came out on fucking Dreamcast with your boy Randy Moss being the fucking spokesperson. The shit was like watching ESPN. That's what it was. It like. was that game was fucking and hard because I didn't even understand that. I was nasty at the Dreamcast the NBA two K, but the football I was terrible at. Yep. It was it was hard. They also had um NCAA yep. 2K too, which was fucking insane. Yeah, I couldn't be stopped with Eric. Crouch I used to listen. Time. I used to play. Um, I only used to play the college game just so I could run option. That's it. I used to just run option all day. Yeah. Give me Tommy <laughs> Frazier all day, right, right. baby. Let's go. I, I was I, I was killing with Crouch and, and and that year that Miami team. That was the team with. All the, all the greatest running backs ever. They had Frank Gore. Now, I didn't know who they were. I just knew number five and number three, but they were fucking unreal. Who was that? Um, my, that Miami yeah, running no, that back was, lineup was Frank Gore, 
McGahee, Clinton Portis, yep. Yep. Walter Payton Jr. The only thing I've seen that was crazier than that was the Texas backfield with Priest Holmes and Ricky Williams at the same time. That's something that we did that we didn't get to too. Those, those flash in the pan running backs that could have been that could have been a lot bigger than what they were. Priest Holmes Sean being like Arian Foster that comes to mind. Yeah, man, just Priest Holmes was that dude. But anyway, the worst. back to the point. Um, the NFL was trying to grow the brand. Why the fuck would you only limit yourself to one fucking um video? I, I mean, one video game. And 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 Madden legit hasn't changed in ten years. They add one little gimmick every year. It's the same yeah, fucking nobody game. Nobody cares. They, just, um, they, they could. I mean, to be honest, one. I think it was like in 2013, and I can't even find this shit again. I found a Tecmo Super Bowl that was edited to the the active NFL roster, and Randy Moss in that game was the most ridiculous shit you ever saw. It was like it was like the the old Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl, but Randy Moss was like said hut 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 runs past everybody. It was like, okay, Moss, touchdown every time. Like, what the fuck? But it was like, if they, I don't know why they don't do that. Just update that shit as it is. Yeah. But, um, a bunch of people, it it would make so much money. It would make so much money. It's a fucking monopoly now by Madden. It it does suck. And that was a horrible move by the NFL. It just limits, it limits your scope of people who want to play the game. So, so my, my two, um, the first one, and I don't know if you know the story, is Frank McCourt. Frank McCourt bought the Dodgers for $400 million. Um, yep. Five years later, he got into a divorce settlement with his wife. And he said, okay, fine, let's let's do an assessment of the team, and we'll assess it, and I'll give you half of what the assessment is. So they assess the team at $800 million. He pays his wife $400 million and then sells the team for $2.5 billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Frank Court Court is a, a a Boston developer. He developed the waterfront, wow. which is there now, the seaport. Yeah. Um, and that is one of the craziest things I've ever seen in terms of. I don't know if he knew it was going to happen like that, but I guess the Dodgers Stadium came with so much land, and it being yeah. L.A., it was like two point five billion. It was the most expensive that team ever sold for. I think the only team that's assessed that more is the Yankees. Wow. Because um, people don't realize that the Dodgers are more popular than the Yankees worldwide because they're the closest yeah. to China, and, and everybody in China is like Dodgers. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because that's the quickest that. flight. New York is not the quickest flight. So New York gets you know all the yeah. Dominicans and the Lorenzos, and then the, Dod- the Dodgers get... <laughs> 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 Stand up here, man. Oh, man. Hey, hey, so the, I was, I was listen, man. Can't get over on me too quick. And the worst move I've ever seen, and actually, you made me think of two when you when you said what you said. The worst move I've ever seen was the Jacksonville Jaguars owner saying that Tim Tebow wasn't a quarterback and not signing him. Now oh, Tim Tebow God. is not a quarterback at all. He's terrible. <laughs> But so are the Jaguars. Yes. So now you signed right. Tim Tebow. You sell out season tickets for five years. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. As long as he's your quarterback, you're fucking selling it out. I agree. I, oh, oh I, I forgot about and that. And then the second one, obviously, the, 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 the B would be uh, the Thunder going, hey, we're just going to trade, trade James Harden and, and re- fucking replace him with Kevin Martin. Who I just saw like a couple weeks ago at a bar. 
I'm like, James Harden is the MVP. What you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't going to be able to keep Harden, though, right? They weren't going to be able to pay him. But you, I mean, they could have figured. You could have figured. You could have figured it out, or you could have got something better than that. Like it was like this is the replacement we got. And yo, I swear to God, at that time I was like, yo, wait till Durant, huh? They paid Serge Ibaka afterward, didn't they? They paid somebody, but they they paid Kevin Martin a good amount of money. I think it was just them trying to find time for Harden. And I mean, to be honest, I don't know if it was gonna work. But once again, if you think of it from a business standpoint, you're gonna make the money back. Because those three players, right. but when, now you put them in a smaller market, you know, the Timothy McVeigh market, and then blow the whole team up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a bad move. That was a really bad move. I mean, he, he I mean, he did kind of, he did disappear in the championship, but, but, but yeah, no, that was so a bad my, move. I mean, my last wow. question of the night is, is another, um, you know, sports legend if we can call it sports and this one's going to throw ralph into a frenzy i can't see the comments i wish i could because he's going to lose his fucking mind is uh for some reason people think bruce lee can beat john jones in a fight How? <laughs> that might be a, that might be a little bit out of my depth who uh, how, how big wasn't bruce lee bruce Lee? Small? it was like 129 it's just when you see the videos, you don't see the actual how small. Yeah, I he saw. I, you don't see a video of a real fight with Bruce Lee, and me and Rob have this conversation all the time. And he's like a regular mediocre, <laughs> mid-range MMA dude would fucking destroy Bruce Lee, and dudes believe so. Like dudes believe that Bruce Lee played ping pong with nunchucks. That is CGI. That is not a real video. Bruce Lee really was nasty with nunchucks. They had to slow down the film when he would use them, but they had to speed up the film every other time yeah. when he was acting. So now you talk about when it comes to fighting, John Jones is the best fighter I've ever seen. Cocaine aside. Yeah. So 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 John Jones is six four. <laughs> He's a fucking heavyweight MMA fighter, and Bruce Lee's like lighter than Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee is five eight. What the <laughs> yo, fuck are people talking about? I'm telling yo, listen. <laughs> are you serious? Shorter than him. Exactly what you just said is exactly where we are right now. People want so bad to believe in heroes that they forget that they are the fucking heroes. And it, it, it's crazy like than that. that. I like look in the mirror. Inspire yourself because these motherfuckers are nothing but humans. That is what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was a fucking great episode. I knew it was going to be fun, but it was even more fun than it was. And we'll definitely do a new one. I, and, and, and I guess right now we'll catch the second half of um, this, this LeBron Clippers game. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, man, I, I appreciate it. Reach out to me when... Whenever you want to do this again, this was a lot, a, a lot of fun. I, I feel like there's a lot more. Oh, yeah, listen, it's the same thing as I did. The, 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 the one that I did with Ralph, it was like I knew this could have went for 24 hours. So we can always buy time for more. You know what I'm saying? We, we could do more. We could do yeah. a, a, a fucking NFL coronavirus uh, remix when that shit comes back. There's no question about that, man. You know, and, and, and it's good to know because I knew I was bringing an entertainer on. So I knew it was going to go. I think this might be the longest episode we've had so far. So at least <laughs> I, 
I, I was taking like an hour and now I'm looking at the clock 45. But yeah, no, 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 man, I appreciate it. Look, I, I always say this one thing when I talk about you, Ray. And that is you have a drive that most people don't have. And that shit is infectious. When I see you continuing to do what you do, it pushes me to want to be a better person. And that's the type of people that you want to have in your circle, man. I always tell people this one story about you. Um, and it kind of exemplifies everything that 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 you bring to the table, right? And that's if you something, you don't, don't do that shit. Ray worked a double that night. He had he had to work a double the next night. Ray was dead tired, but you know he told me months before that he was gonna help me move. I know this dude was dead tired. I had people bail on me. This dude didn't bail. To help me move my, my shit. It's a simple thing that most people don't do. So I've carried that with me. Um, and if I ever commit on something, I know I'm a thousand percent in no matter what. Event, I'll do it. Uh, um, that's that Scarface shit, man. All you guys your word, and I appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'm ready for round two, baby. I'm gonna have some questions <laughs> hey, for you. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you, and have a great night, um, everybody. Like I said, subscribe. I need some fucking YouTube subscribers. Imperfect Audio, you know, Spotify, Imperfect, The Imperfect Podcast, Apple Podcast, The Imperfect Podcast. Lorenzo, thank you, brother. You definitely delivered tonight. Have a great night. Salute. Go Clippers. <laughs>